week of September 11th, 2023. This is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist nutritionist who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. She's now pursuing a doctorate in clinical nutrition. And every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's a topic for this week? This week we're talking about a study that was looking at the health claims and dosages on fish oil supplements. Hmm. And they found a wide variety of, of differences between them. And also, you know, that people are maybe being swayed by health claims on the product labels and maybe taking fish oil supplements in, in too low of doses to really have any benefit. Hmm. Yeah, this was really interesting. So, you know, they um, what they found was about one in five U.S. Uh, adults older than 60 years old do take fish oil, fish oil supplements, um, mainly often for heart health, mm-hmm. um, despite the fact that um, multiple randomized clinical trials show don't really show any data for cardiovascular benefit for the type of dose that's on supplements. Hmm. So that was really interesting. And I find that this is really important because a lot of times when, uh, you know, I'm working with a new client and I ask them about what types of supplements they're taking, oftentimes they are taking a fish oil, but they're taking like one gel, soft gel or, or maybe two, but the dose of the amount that you know the the supplement that they're taking is is like so low it's like not not anywhere near what it should be Hmm. and and this is a common thing i think that happens with people is because they hear you know on the news or reading in an article or something that fish oil is important Mm -hmm. especially for heart health it's good for a lot of other things as well um but they but they go and buy a product that doesn't even have the amount of omega-3 in it that is used in studies. Hmm. So you've got to get the right dose. Hmm. Um, And that's what this uh, study was showing. They found that um, they basically they looked at 2,819 fish oil supplements. Hmm. And this was across 55 different brands, you know, so among those 55 different brands, they had that many different uh, supplements with all varying amounts of of omega-3s in them. And they found that a lot of them had claims like good for brain health or supports cardiovascular health, Mm -hmm. those types of things. But then when they looked at the doses, they found that the some of the average doses in these were very widely variable and then also typically much lower than the doses that are used in studies. So what's a low dose and what's a good dose? <laughs> well, first of all, let's just start with what is the daily recommended intake yeah. for uh, for omega-3? Mm-hmm. So omega-3, and actually the dietary reference intake for omega-3 is uh, basically it's 1.1 gram a day, which would equivalent to 1,100 milligrams. So you just do that little metric conversion there. So a thousand milligrams equals one gram. Okay. So 
Um, so 1.1 gram, and then um, what they found, and, and let's just use milligrams for good comparison, because that's what they found in the study. So if, if 1,100 milligrams is the just the, the basic you know dietary recommended intake, and that's just for you know maintaining a, a, an adequate amount. That's not like if you have heart disease or if you have mm-hmm. any other issue that you need higher amounts, right? So in the brands that they looked at, um, they found that the uh, the average amount was around six hundred. Um, okay. You know, some of them they looked at had as low as three hundred milligram. Mm. Some of them had as high as eleven hundred, which would be the the minimum amount. So you know, so for example, if someone went and bought a, a supplement and they got the eleven hundred one which is the dietary reference intake. But but if they're trying to take it because they have heart disease mm-hmm. or something and they're really trying to improve, then that isn't going to be enough mm-hmm. for them. Um, in fact, the, um, the expert consensus, this is called the international e- expert consensus, is that um, if you're going to take a fish oil supplement, you should be taking... A thousand milligrams for what we would call proactive support, and this obviously should be in ad- in addition to food sources of omega threes. Um, but if you want high intensity support, and the the numbers that are used in studies, it's anywhere between two thousand and four thousand wow. milligrams a day. Mm. Yeah, that's quite a bit different. It is. It's quite a bit different. Yeah. So you know, a lot of times, like I said, I get the clients coming in and they're taking a you know, they're taking their fish oil supplements, they're taking one soft gel, which means they might be getting like 500 mm-hmm. milligrams, maybe as low as 300 a day. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. I point that out to them, they're like, oh, I guess I should be taking like four soft gels a day then to get my amount. And then I say to them, well, yes, you could take four soft gels to equal what you need, but you could also just buy a supplement that has a higher amount in it. So mm-hmm. you only have to take two, mm-hmm. you know, rather than taking four or six of mm-hmm. them a day with a lower dosage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, no one likes taking extra pills, I don't no. think. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, another option, though, with fish oil is, is just the liquid. You oh. can take a teaspoon of a liquid fish oil that could potentially give you 2,000 milligrams a day. And so, you, that's your route, don't you? I like, well, I use a cod liver oil, which is a good omega-3 source, but you can get a fish oil also mm-hmm. that's in a liquid. And, the, and by the way, these are flavored, so they will typically have an orange flavor or a lemon flavor to them. Mm-hmm. So they don't taste like fish. They taste like orange or lemon. Okay. So. Um, the cod liver oil the, that I get is it's a lemon mint, so mm-hmm. it tastes actually quite minty, and I like it. So, okay. um, but it's you know, and I usually mix it into something. I could mix it in yogurt, or I could mix it into a smoothie, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but that's a that's a, one really good way to get it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so this is this is really important, and I thought that this study did a good job. They um, basically they're you know one of their main outcomes from this was that we need to have some kind of maybe regulation on the the label you know on how much you know like maybe if they if they claim that it supports cardiovascular health that they have to have a dose in there that is high enough for that mm-hmm. as opposed to just being able to use the claim 
Right. You know, but right now the FDA doesn't have any, you know, they don't have any like limits on how much needs to be in the product. So, mm. you know, yes, fish oil has been shown to be supportive in cardiovascular health, but, you know, that's as far as they go with the claim. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they can say that, you know, or they can say supports cognitive health, which is another thing that um, omega-3s are really good for. So mm-hmm. omega-3 fatty acids are very important because we don't get them in very many foods in our diet. They're in very specific foods, very very much like, like fish and, um, you know, uh, some sources of plant like algae can mm-hmm. have it in there as well. And then we also have food sources like chia seeds and flax seeds, but those food sources contain a very specific type of omega-3 that actually has to be converted in the body to the other types that are typically found in fish. And so that conversion is very minimal. It's like, for example, if you ate 5,000 milligrams of omega-3 from an ounce of chia seeds, that 5,000 milligrams is not what you get of of your really needed omega-3 fatty acids. You get only about 10% of that. Mm. So you're not really meeting your need by doing that. So you have to have a, a wider variety of omega-3s, and that's why the, the supplements have become very important because people just aren't eating enough food sources of this, and yet it's a crucial nutrient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have a link to the the type that you would recommend to your clients, right? Yeah, we tip. I typically there's a few brands that I typically go with. Uh, you know, we want sustainably sourced. There's some where the fish come from Norway, which is really like pristine mm-hmm. fish. Um, and by the way, for people who are worried about mercury and fish. Fish oils do not have mercury in them. That's kind of one of the benefits of eating fish versus taking the fish oil supplement is this during the purification and filtration process, the mercury is all removed oh, okay. from the fish oil. So, um, so I, you know, like we say, there's downsides and upsides to taking the supplement. The, the mm-hmm. upside is that you don't get mercury. The downside would be you also you're not getting all of the other nutrients that would be in fish. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know for like the vitamins and the minerals and the protein, obviously, but you can get those from other foods too. Right, and you have a link to the the study. Yes, we will. All right, Dee. Thank you for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Process Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processedfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy. <laughs>